Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons into lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome, this is Wendy B. and I'm a life coach. And I started this podcast because I believe ordinary people become extraordinary people. And sometimes what makes them extraordinary is the adversity they've lived through and who they've become, regardless of their circumstances. Sometimes it's a little acts of kindness. They bestow on people one act of kindness at a time. I believe that most of us have the ability to thrive, not just survive. My intention is to cause curiosity, excitement, to thought-provoke, to cause people to alter their thinking, alter their thinking in a way that would not have altered otherwise. And living from that possible altered view, create a new future for oneself, a new future that wasn't going to happen if you didn't alter or question your old views. This could cause unpredictable results that could make a permanent difference in your life and in the lives of others around you. I want to motivate and help people of all ages, particularly women, 50 to 110, fulfill their dream. I want people to experience being excited about their life. Are you excited? This podcast is to inspire and motivate you right now for you to take action today on your purpose, your dreams. Maybe some of you don't know your purpose or your dreams, or you resigned they could never happen. Regardless of age, regardless of your circumstances, I will motivate and inspire you one step at a time to turn lemons into lemonade. It's never too late to start. Would you like freedom and power regardless of what life throws at you? It's easy to live life when life is working, but true power, true freedom is having freedom and power when our circumstances are ugh. This podcast is about when you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? Life isn't just about surviving. What does it take to thrive emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially? I find that interesting because I don't know what it takes. I just know that when I stay in the inquiry, I don't have the answer. Then the answers that I come up with, as long as I'm not attached to them being the right answer, I thrive, I expand. We're either expanding or we're contracting. And I want to expand. So today, I, I want to continue on boundaries. I'm finding it really exciting in my 60s, going, oh my goodness, boundaries. And I, I was raised in a, a family where there wasn't a lot of healthy boundaries. So I want to start by sharing a little about how boundaries are developed. Maybe some of you know, but we can go over it again. And what I found fascinating about in, in the book, uh, by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. And I'm, I'm, they have the old boundary book, but they updated the new boundary book. And it's the expanded uh, boundary book with the 
with digital, which I think is really uh, powerful. Uh, how do you have boundaries with the digital world? And it's, so I'll be going over that, but not on this podcast. And I, it's like I'm learning and growing like some of it I already knew, but I think we can expand and grow even if we're health have healthy boundaries, looking at how other people have boundaries. And what I found really interesting, you know, I come, I'll just share like what we're going to cover today is how boundaries are developed and how children, they bond with the mom and, and then they, and then they eventually learn that they're separate from the mom, at, you know, between, you know, four and 10 months. And then from that until, until they're about three, they, they learn individualism. I think one of it you call hatching and, and then you practice individualism and then you learn autonomy which is you can do anything and then you find out you, you can't just do anything. That, that's basically, and then you redo it again as you get older and then as a teen and then as a young adult. I think I'm, I'm just going to share a little on that. And what I found fascinating for me was, you know, they say our development years, I've heard that our development years are really important. And I didn't have, you know, as a small child, by the time I was two, there was so much violence in the home. We were taken from the home and put in foster homes. And then there was violence in some of those foster homes. And I'm like, oh my God. So, and, and I'm amazed at how well I turned out. And I think that I've had not healthy boundaries when it comes to certain relationships, but because I'm tenacious and I'm, I learned skills from moving around to be independent. Uh, some of them uh, get in the way and some don't, but it's interesting because what I'm discovering is some of the skills that I learned had me be very powerful. And in Al-Anon, we look at our character defects or we can do a inventory and discover what they are and release them. But they're always just under the surface. And I think our healthy characters, they become unhealthy when, when there's too much. And that, I don't know how to explain it. Maybe as we go along, you'll see. But it's good to have healthy boundaries and control certain situations. But if you're trying to control everything, then it's a character defect because it's gone to an extreme. So I found this interesting because it's like, wow. I can understand why I, a lot of my life, people see me and they go, wow, you're so powerful. You've created six businesses. You've done this. You've done that. You've recreated your life numerous times and you seem to have power. And and then there's times in amongst that that I've noticed, and, and I'm inviting you to look for yourself, where I have a lot of self-doubt. And I'm I'm seeing that. Whether, what, what, what I find fascinating is it doesn't matter whether you came from an abusive background like I came from, or you came from a background that it didn't necessarily have a lot of abuse, but your parents didn't, they had rigid boundaries or whatever. And so it's really our, what I'm trying to say is our boundaries are developed in childhood. And if certain things are missing, it doesn't allow the child to grow how they could have grown. So, and, and what I found really fascinating was that when you allow your child to say no 
and be safe and you don't take your love away, it teaches them to be able to say no and it teaches them that no is an acceptable, complete word. And when I said no, I was in a lot of trouble. And so I learned to give in when I shouldn't have given in. There was no boundaries around inappropriate touching, inappropriate yelling, being, you know, I was, I became overly responsible. So and maybe some of you guys, so I invite you to look at the book and read it because it's like, wow, if you're having a hard time saying no and you give into a lot of stuff because then you feel guilty. It could have been that you weren't, it, you were taught that no was not acceptable. And then also when, when a small child is, it learns that no is acceptable. <laughs> like I'm watching my little eight month old granddaughter. She's like already shaking her head. No, no. And so I do this no, no dance with her because I think it's so funny. But it also teaches them to respect and know when given to them. So I notice with my eight-month-old granddaughter that she'll go to grab my glasses. And, and I go, no, gentle, no, gentle. And it's it, I don't give her a heck. I don't take my love away. I just go, no, gentle. And she's learning at eight months that it, grandma can say no, and I still love her. <laughs> it's quite safe for someone to say no to her. She may not like it. And as an adult, I've learned that when people get angry, that's their anger. It's not mine. I don't have to take it on. So boundaries are developed and children learn. And it's really important that they, to get their needs met, they get to say no when they don't, you know, I don't want to wear those shoes. I want to wear these shoes. And, and let them face the consequence as long as it's not dangerous. They may want to wear sandals out in the cold. They'll learn. They won't put here if their feet get cold, they'll learn, right? So the children, you know, think they're part of their mom and dad until they're about eight months, between four and eight months. Then they learn if they've learned to bond with their parents and any caregivers around them and it's safe, they grow. And then they learn that they're separate. And, and it's like, wow, I can, can move around and I can do things and I don't have to. They still want you around, but they want to practice doing things different, like crawling and running. Everything's exploring. And then they they figure that they can learn to do everything. Like, oh, I can do this and that. And then they learn because the parents make it safe for them to learn, not a dangerous, they make sure the electric sockets are covered etc so when the child is exploring it's safe for the child they, they can hurt themselves they might climb up on the couch and fall down you know and they'll learn and then they learn they can't do everything and they learn to risk limits a lot of times people don't grow because their parents combine strict and lax and they send conflicting messages, right? But especially people who come from an alcoholic family or an addictive family, there's inconsistent limits. A parent may be loving and kind one day and unreasonable, harsh the next. And frequently, my parents were uh, very harsh, and then sometimes they weren't. So, and and that can be brought on by addictions. You want children to learn limits in a healthy way when they're young and 
trauma like you know when I read about trauma and what it can do and I was I've always frequently when I look at my convert I go I don't feel safe and I get that because of the different trauma I went through and I'm not the only person I don't want you to think I I think I'm the only person because I know lots of people have gone through trauma it could be their parents divorced that's trauma they they um a, a, a grandparent died there's trauma there's all sorts of different traumas as a child you want a world that is reasonably safe and that you have some control of your life and when you're raised in inconsistent and traumatic traumatic events happen you start forming your character trait and if you were from a family where there was abuse you you're gonna have four character relating patterns and and you know I was in my 40s and you know, before I learned like what boundaries were like I would get right in front of people's face and I did didn't even know that that's what I was doing, like people have personal boundaries. So it says in the book, it talks about we contribute to our boundary issues by our own individual character styles. For example, some people with constitutionally greater amount of aggression deal with boundary problems more confrontationally. And some with less aggression shy away from boundaries. Those are the people that have a hard time saying no to people probably. I think a lot of children with addictions they had an inconsistent, I'm just saying as an example, as an inquiry, I'm not saying that everything I'm saying is the truth, but that they had inconsistent boundaries, either overly strict or too lax. So they, the parents didn't want to set limits or they set too strict a limits. So the, the child never learned in a safe environment what was safe and what wasn't. And I find that fascinating. I, you know, I, I was a good kid. And not because I had healthy boundaries, but I was just scared poopless to do anything else. I always wanted, I was so needy for love that I was the good kid. I did the right thing. <laughs> and that's a form of control, always having to do it right. So I just, I, I, I invite you to look in closing. We're exploring how to thrive, whether we're 10 or 110. And I, I invite you to, to get this book if you want to look at you know what are your boundaries what what are you out of reading this book I had a woman who's working for me and I picked her up uh, the other day and she right away was like oh you have no integrity your cars a mask blah 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 and that was a boundary for me it was like oh well I'm glad that's your view I don't think my car is a mess right now I don't appreciate you speaking to me this way and then she wanted to argue about it and I just said no I I don't appreciate you didn't ask me if I wanted to hear your opinion and I think sometimes we don't mind our own business it's really none of your business how I have my car and for you to aggressively tell me your opinion didn't didn't forward you or me in our relationship and I don't appreciate it. And before I would have someone say, well, let's not talk about it. You know, I have a right to tell you I don't like your car or whatever. And it was just like, not really. And I didn't invite that. I didn't encourage that kind of relationship with you. So it's interesting. I'm already seeing that I, in the past, I would have allowed her to say that and just been annoyed. Whereas I addressed it right away. We're going to have this working relationship. I may be picking her up in my car, and I just don't want to hear that kind of nonsense. So in closing, we're exploring how to thrive, whether we're 10 or 110 and beyond. I'm inviting you to look at, do you have healthy boundaries? Do you have strong boundaries? 
are your boundaries rigid like a wall so no one can get in or are your boundaries flexible you have them to protect you when people are respectful with you you can lower the, the fence line what new action could you take right now that can make a difference around boundaries and where could you give up complaining and actually taking some actions and looking at like if you have some complaints Maybe you're stepping over some boundaries. You're not being specific enough. You're giving in to you want to be liked. You're giving in to you don't want to be confronted. You don't want to be responsible for your life being great. And what could become available if you gave up a habitual pattern that wasn't working for you and put a healthy boundary in? What are you committed to? What could become available if you started being looking at Maybe all our conflicts have to do with boundaries. And what new action could you take? Just one right now that you could take that would help you in that area to thrive. So what did you like best about this podcast? I request you subscribe to my podcast and rate it a number five. What topics would you like to hear me talk on when you get handled lemons? How fast can you make lemonade? With an attitude of gratitude, you can make lemonade. I'd love to hear from you. Who would like a complimentary 15-minute coaching session? I want to call you personally and hear about your dreams and your goals. And I will give you one amazing tip that will help you out. I will call people who let me know they have left a five-star rating for this podcast and provide their username on iTunes, Google Plus, Stitcher, at Fast. Just hit the button, subscribe to my podcast, and read it in number five. Thanks for listening. Keep thriving. Thank you for listening to thrivingat60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email Wendy B at thrivingat60.com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com.